1: There you are, scrolling your favorite feed of algorithmically curated social content. It's the usual mix of dystopian memes, scolding advice, influencer scams, and cat pics all served piping hot in the palm of your hand. So you scroll, thinking to yourself, wow, I should really get up and do something else, before continuing to scroll a little more, and then a little more after that, and then probably a little more after that too. But then all of a sudden, a man with bushy sideburns and a blue wizard hat pops up on your screen, saying something like this.
0: Hey, babes, I've decided. Your dreams are going to come true. I cost this spell of radiant destiny. I love you.
1: And how that little dose of magical positivity changes your day, well, that's up to you. Now, folks, every wizard is unique. And I personally pride myself on being a curmudgeon, a crank, a grouch, and an old coot. I also like to talk a lot, which is why I make hour-long podcasts instead of 12-second videos. But that doesn't mean I can't appreciate a wizard doing something different. And man, oh man, do I appreciate Gilly Shine, the Sunshine Wizard, also known as Gilderoy Dotry. Gilly's magic is something special. He calls it casting a shine, and I've seen him do it in person. A friendly greeting, a few playful questions, an invitation into a world of magic and wonder, And soon enough, someone's day is changed, and they're walking around with a big old grin. Now again, I spend my days pacing around my tower, muttering dark prophecies to myself, and yelling at the neighborhood children to stay away from my flower beds. But that's just me. The world needs storm clouds and sunbeams, and I'm glad we wizards can deliver both. Of course, I'm kidding a bit here. My signature phrase is, I believe in you, your magic is real. So it's not like I'm out in these streets slinging curses. But I do think the dichotomy of light and dark is worth highlighting here. Also worth high darkening. Anyways, sometimes we need to acknowledge what's wrong with our world. The proverbial they will give you every manner of advice, self-help suggestions, and pharmacological remedy before they'll ever admit that maybe it's the system that's gone wrong. And it can be really helpful to hear someone else say, you know what, you're right, this does suck. But everyone's a critic. And if all we do is critique and find flaws, that's all we'll ever find. And that's the importance of positivity. With a can-do attitude and a simple smile, we can reclaim our power to create changes in the reality around us. The difference between an awful day and actually a pretty good one can be as easy as taking a moment to give yourself a shine and turn things around. A few months ago, my fiance found one of Gilly Shine's videos and tagged me when she reshared it. I went to follow Gilly and found he was already following me. I went to message Gilly and found he'd already sent me a message. We started chatting, and soon enough, plans were hatched to record a podcast in person because life is just a little more fun. When you put the screens down now and then so without any further ado from america's most verbose wizard aka me let's get lit with Gilly shines light and remind ourselves that while everything might not be all right it also just might well good day sunshine good morning now i gotta say This is a monumentous meeting of two wizards. Do you feel the magic in the air already?
0: I feel it in my bones. Mm. During our moment of silence, I heard a cosmic sort of noise. Yeah. And then my body felt warm. Ooh.
1: That's pretty magical. I hope that's not COVID. (laughs) I also hope that that's not COVID. I hope that's just magic. That's
0: a different type of magic.
1: (laughs) we cast the spell of banish covid
0: get out of here rona
1: yeah all right what's our magic word gonna be
0: uh it's gotta be wish-a-wish-a
1: it has gotta be wish-a-wish-a all right on the count of three say it with us everybody one two three <laughs> that, you, you cast the spell of banish cat that cat <laughs> ran with that wish a wish it
0: works every time <laughs>
1: Well, Gilly Shine, this is so wonderful to be sitting here in my little Louisville living room with you because you drove up from Alabama to be here. Yeah,
0: it was was a pleasure.
1: (laughs) And we are on the precipice of a very exciting night of wizardry. We're going to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Wizard Wednesday. We've got a full-on three-ring circus with baby goats and arcane artifacts and beverages and good times to be had. But right now, we're just documenting a little bit of our intersecting wizardry.
0: I think that's so fascinating. I'm so curious about wizards. Me too. I've never had a conversation with another one.
1: I've had quite a few, and I I (laughs) find them all to be delightfully different. There's an underlying unity, and then there's just everyone takes their own path. So I want to hear your path. How did you come to be a wizard?
0: So I'm autistic. Mm Mm-hmm. And a thing that I do is I'm always like karate chopping (laughs) or casting spells or talking in silly voices all the time, Mm -hmm. my entire life. And it's always been, you know, just a little magical in nature. And growing up as a fat kid, there's not like a ton of heroes that are fat kids, right? you know? So, we are always like the helpful wizard <laughs> or the villain or whatever. Instead, so, the this, goofy sidekick, the, 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 the chunk Chunkin and goonies, goonies kind of. Yeah, yeah. Just the funny guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to save the day. He's not going to get the girl. He's just going to be funny. Yeah. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I can't cry during wizard time.
1: <laughs> you can always cry during wizard time.
0: <sighs> Good Lord. I will. Um, but yeah, there just weren't those heroes then. Uh, and so that's, you know, who I looked after. And, you know, I wasn't very physically active. And, you know, so I couldn't run fast. and mm-hmm. I couldn't jump real high. And I couldn't climb stuff. So I couldn't be like the swordsman or whatever. But I could be the wizard. Because all you got to do is go... <laughs> 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 and you're a wizard. Yeah. It's the best thing. You get to wear a cool hat and you have a cool stick and you get to talk in funny voices. hmm And you just get to be weird.
1: Some nice comfy robes. I'm
0: so comfortable right
1: yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is walking around in chainmail and stuff. And it's Gamers. like, that's going to chafe. I don't want that.
0: And everybody's like, okay, all these people are coming to kill us with swords. So what mm-hmm. we're going to do is we're going to run towards them. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, that's cool, homie. I'm actually going to say back here. Mm-hmm. I'm on your team. Go get them, babe. <laughs>
1: yeah. So this was as a kid that you were really finding yourself, like, this wizard idea was just kind of resonating with who you already were.
0: Yeah. I was, I don't know. I've always been called to it. Mm-hmm. I've thought wizards were just the coolest. Like, obviously Gandalf. Um, and Harry Potter was mm-hmm. huge. Like, I started reading that. My name, Gilderoy, uh, is from Harry Potter. Right. Because uh, I saw that like super charismatic dude, and, mm-hmm. hey, he's got a bad side, <laughs> yeah. but he was a flim flammer, yeah, and that's what I consider myself to be.
1: Um, what was the question that you asked me? The question is not the point, the point is oh, the journey. We we're discussing the wizard journey, but I think flim flam is an excellent contribution to that because I think that is sort of. In the world of Harry Potter, I'm a, I'm a Slytherin. I'm very big into defending Slytherins as really? actually a valid house. I think they've got their own traits. Because if you think about it, the movies and the books only show you this one view where Gryffindor are the heroes and they're good. True. But there's another side of that. And you can imagine being in a situation where somebody is like, I'm going to go kick their ass. I'm going to go do it. Like I'm going to show off how I'm the big tough person. And it's like, maybe the, the flimflammer, the Slytherin, is going to go up and talk to the person on the side and be like hey let's come to an arrangement let's figure something else they'll they'll be clever and so i think that's a valuable attribute where like you said it doesn't it's not all about swinging the sword it's about trickery and fun and make believe and how do you solve a problem in a more clever way
0: I would like to publicly apologize to every Hufflepuff that I've ever made fun of. Your house is valid, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not Hufflepuffs. No, no. Slytherins. Slytherins are good. Hufflepuffs no. are a bunch of weenies.
0: No, no, no. We can't be mean. Um, guess what my house is. I'm going to judge your answer so harshly. Let's go.
1: Well, it, it, it's it's fine for you to judge because I was definitely going to say Hufflepuff.
0: Ow! <laughs> I mean, oh, no. It is a very valid house. <laughs> No, damn it. I'm Ravenclaw. Yeah. I'm smart and aloof. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, something, about,
1: something about your giggling made me think Hufflepuff. Yeah. Maybe it's because Hufflepuff sounds like someone that, giggling. It is
0: a funny word. I'll give it that. Like, it has the coolest name. Yeah. I think Gryffindor is a very cool name, but I just could never be on that team.
1: Bunch I, of jocks.
0: I, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. those would be the people making fun of us. school.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, but Wizard Journey. Wizard so Journey. So You're vibing with Gandalf. You're reading Harry so Potter. I like all you're those things. Trying to find how you fit into the world, being neurodivergent and having a different take on stuff. This is helpful for you.
0: I can just I can pinpoint the exact moment. I was sitting in my parents' room watching like a movie or something. Oh, I think I was watching King of the Hill, actually. There's an episode where Bobby plays Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. And he goes, blow! Blow, I say! And it's very great. (laughs) Um, But anyway, old boy plays Dungeons and Dragons. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, when I go to high school, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be so cool and I'm going to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm going to be a wizard and I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Oh, um, I heard that thing where the guy was like, "I'm attacking the dark." Have you heard that before? Uh-uh. Oh my god! It's a whole silly. What is it? Uh, it doesn't matter. Dead yeah. Dead Alewives. I think that's what it is. But he casts magic missile and he attacks the dark.
1: Okay. And they go dungeons and dragons, Satan's gabe. <laughs> <laughs> the Dead Alewives was Dan Harmon's like comedy group, right? Is this was it? I think so. Oh snap! Yeah. I just know the one where it's them the, the people that are LARPing and the kids running around going, lightning bolt, yes! lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Lightning
0: bolt. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> that was good.
1: Yeah. But I think, you know, there's something that we have as kids. Like my parents always talked about, this was the 90s and they would bring me to a McDonald's because they're like, oh, good Lord, we have these young boys. Let's just let them play in the play Chicken pit and, and you know that. get some, some cheap hamburgers. And I would go up to some other kid and I'd go, I'm Donatello. And the other kid would go, I'm Michelangelo. And we'd run around and we'd play, for hours and then when we were leaving my mom's like oh you made a new friend who was that And i was like who knows i don't know <laughs> and you <laughs> you lose that as an adult and i think that these fantasy games are one way that you can get back to that very fun and very healing attitude of i'm gonna run around and make silly noises
0: <laughs> when do we stop pretending like because there's a point middle school middle school maybe
1: middle school i think you kind of like get spun around trying to figure out what's cool. Yeah. And then some people figure it out sooner than others. So you have this weird mix of like, some kids are like, we're playing with knives and smoking cigarettes behind the school. And these other kids are like, I got a new Pokemon backpack. (laughs) Dope. (laughs) Um,
0: Would you like to hear a traumatic story from my middle school days? Okay. So a friend of mine, his friend who shall remain nameless, mean person, Mm -hmm. um, Called me ogre. Okay. And for those of you who can't see me, I'm six four. I'm three hundred thirty pounds. I'm a big old boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I've always been a big old boy. And he got like a, basically an entire school to huh. call me ogre. And this was before my mind was as powerful as it is yeah. now. Yeah. That's devastating. Oh yeah, that's hurtful. And it's it's been it carried with me my whole life. Yeah. And ouch, it just really hurt. Uh, that's a cool, fun middle school story for you. <laughs>
1: well we were talking about this last night of, of, of like what, what did you say like overcoming your evil side or yeah. and I don't know if I would have been that cruel but I was definitely like I went through a point where I was using my magic for evil because I was quite funny and quite quick and so I would like lash out. I I think I was like, I was the villain that was attacking both, I could like pick on the jocks who picked on other people, but then I probably also picked on a lot of other people who didn't deserve to be picked on. Yeah, I was
0: absolutely a villain too. (laughs) I was a villain until maybe I was like 25. Okay. And then basically I just looked at myself and I was like, wow, you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. You really need to try to not be an asshole. Um, So I, I consider myself like a redeemed villain.
1: Well, I think that's an important thing. I've met, I think we've all met those people who are like, I'm a bitch, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. Oh my it's god! It's like
0: how tiresome.
1: That's so tiresome. Like, and also, why? Did, no, I, I think actually, no one's gonna deal with it. No. I think if that's your personality and you're gonna stand that ground, uh, we're all gonna move on and hang out with somebody else For who real. has gotten to a higher level where they realize that being caustic is not endearing. It's not. Mm-mm. It's
0: not a personality. It's fun sometimes to do. Everybody has a little mm-hmm. fun with a little darkness. Anyone yeah. who says they don't is a
1: liar. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Because it's in everyone.
1: Was there a trigger for this moment where you suddenly saw the light and realized that you just didn't want to be a a dickhead anymore? I don't
0: know. I feel like, yes, actually, um, I would frequently get into explosive battles with my supervisors Mm. (laughs) because I'm a goober. Yeah. (laughs) And I will just fight with people. And then I would tell my friends about it. And it was like every week I was telling them about this new crusade that I was on against my boss. And I realized that no one else was doing that. Yeah, Everyone else was just coming to work and doing their thing and going home. And I just looked at a bunch of the stuff that I was doing in my life and decided not to.
1: Yeah. Those moments are really important. I, um, I'm not advocating this, but this is my own story. of I, I took acid quite early. I took acid at the end of middle school. Um, and I remember coming down and feeling different on the other side. And then it was a few weeks went by and I was like, did I start feeling normal again or did I just get used to this as the new normal? But I remember really feeling this shift where I was the oldest of uh, several brothers and we'd like bug each other. That was like how we, you know, interacted. You're sitting next to someone and you're just like flip their plate of food out of their hand or some, <laughs> You know, just pointless nonsense. of Tomfoolery. Tom <laughs> Tomfoolery. But like, I think Tomfoolery is more fun. This is like, I think bugging's a good word. Okay. It's not bullying, but you're just like, I'm trying to get a rise out of it. Just being pernicious. And I had that same style of interaction with my friends where it's like, oh, I'll say this hurtful thing because it's funny, or I'll, like, do this thing that's annoying, you know, I'm gonna throw the ball at your nuts, like, that kind of dumb stuff. And I remember just being like, oh, that's not good or helpful in any way, I'll just put that down now. And then it was funny seeing other friends, even into my adult life, I've known people that were in their, like, mid-30s, and I'm like, you never had that epiphany. <laughs> you still uh, try and get attention by being annoying. And I'm really <sighs> glad I set that down.
0: You can really tell. Uh, my friends and I still talk to each other like that sometimes. Sometimes it's fun, like yeah, in the right
1: context, you know. Yeah,
0: but never strangers. No. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man.
1: Well, now you're such a force of positivity. I'm curious how with this transformation, and we can wrap in some of the uh, your social media journey as well but um, how you came to be this uh, literal ray of sunshine.
0: (laughs) I, man, I saw this guy one day. Mm -hmm. He stood on the side of a highway with a sign that said, you are loved. And I just thought, wow, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. This dude is out here making a difference. Mm -hmm. And so I had the pleasure to interview him. Caleb, the sign guy, Snell. If you're out there, homie, I love you, man. Um, Anyway, I had the pleasure to interview him and just really talk to him about it. And he told me his story. It was very inspiring. And I asked him, you know, what? how, how can regular people do this? And he said, okay, it's really easy, man. Step one, get a poster board. Step two, write some stuff on the poster board. <laughs> Step three, show it to them. Yeah. That's the whole hat trick, baby. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all you got to do. You can change the world one poster board at a time, one conversation at a time, one spell at a time. Sure. And so I was very inspired by that, and then that kind of went along with how I started uh, doing videos. And then I saw a video by Boogie, a YouTube personality. Okay. And he was like, "Hey, stop scrolling. Um, I love you. You know, yeah. you're doing okay. Uh, you know, hope you have a good day." And I just saw it and just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And then I thought about the poster thing, and so I started making my little poster board. And every morning I would do morning motivations Mm. where I would just talk for a minute about cool stuff and how great people were. And I would always tell people I love them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's that's what I do now. It's just in a much smaller, you know, format.
1: Yeah. And it's much more (laughs) wizardy. Yeah. So how did the wizardy part of it come in?
0: I don't know. I just think wizards are cool. Yeah. Um, and I thought, wow, you know, I have this, everybody's calling me Sunshine person. And I've kind of messed around with Sunshine Man. <laughs> I'd be like,
1: watch out for the Sunshine Man. <laughs> like, that would be really cool. That feels like the the cool raisin on the, the box of raisin with the two <laughs> Oh my scoops. god, yeah. so cool! Mm-hmm. <laughs> um But then
0: I think I just wore a wizard hat in a video one day and I said, I I did like a Gandalf voice. Yeah. And I was like, You shall shine. And people just loved it. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. Everybody was stoked on it. So I made another wizard video and everybody loved that one. And then I just uh, started making all my videos with a wizard uh, hat on. And I just decided, okay, we're actually just going to be a wizard now. Like that's our thing.
1: See, I love this is what I love about wizards, where I think we're all drawn to this archetype. There's something about the idea of wizardry that resonates, especially with certain people, and we're like moths to a flame and we're drawn to it. (laughs) Powerless. And I like that you kind of liked wizards, had this fascination, and then sort of realized, wow, this is really resonating with people. I'm gonna go with this. Whereas I was like, I'm gonna be a wizard, and I will force it to resonate with people. I was like, I'll just keep going until everyone gets on board. That's the way to do it.
0: (laughs) You just got to keep wizarding.
1: (laughs) So how long has it been now that you've been fully like rocking the wizard vibe? Because I know it's spilled out from your social media into your real life. And I'm curious about that journey.
0: It's maybe been like four months. I'm a baby wizard. Wow. But I've gotten powerful very quickly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) You got the algorithmic wind in your sails.
0: Something about it, that's the magical bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm meeting more magic people every single day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Today (laughs) is one of those days. Yes! Yeah. Such a fantastic day it is. And so how has it changed your world of, like, like what is different now that you found this wizard energy as opposed to the ways that you were trying to spread positivity before?
0: I, before, I think tried to do too much. Mm. And I quickly got overwhelmed. I had a video go viral and I tried to respond to like every duet that happened. Yeah. And that's like it was thousands of videos. Wow. So I just I would spend my off days just, hey I love you, hey, I love you. Yeah, yeah. You know, through all of those videos. And it's too much. And so now I think I try to do more concise, attainable uh acts of joy yeah. for folks. And I try to help in the capacity that I can. And I really try to just enjoy the moment. That I'm in. I'm spending a lot more time with my daughter mm-hmm. and I'm just having a lot of fun. I'm meeting cool, interesting people. I'm doing all the things I've always wanted to do. Yeah. That's beautiful.
1: I think <laughs> I think it's really important though what you just said, that it's um that was my I think my journey was stretched out in a different way. But when I decided to be a wizard, at first I was like, I have to know all the things. <laughs> I have to like be so clever and in control and then i just started letting go of that more and more and more and more because you have to because you realize you know it's like you you thought you could take all the groceries in from the car in one trip Uh. and you're halfway to the house and you're like this is not happening (laughs) two
0: trips is two trips
1: yeah this is (laughs) we're gonna have to set some things down but i think there's a lot of freedom in setting those things down and then you start to realize well if i'm already a wizard i've already achieved that magic so there's not some portal to another world where everything's perfect that's going to open up this is it right here where we're at this is where we're at and while there's work to be done you know like there's times where editing the podcast takes work or i you know feel tired and i wish that i was home and i'm out in my wizard robes and i'm like "Ah, i don't really want to deal with another person coming up to me right now i kind of want to just go chill so it's not like it's fun all the time but i think there's something that's very important about with wizardry you want that 360 you want to be the wizard playing with your daughter and enjoying those moments and understanding that it's not about driving yourself crazy, trying to respond to every single TikTok video out there.
0: I do uh, still try to respond to as many as I can. I love talking to people. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things.
1: Well, I think that's one of the most powerful forms of magic is that sort of sea of synchronicity where like you went out this morning and you had some adventures. And if you had taken a different path at any point, you would have met different people or no people. And so... Everyone that you met, it's not just you deciding, this is when I'm waking up. This is when I'm getting out of the house. This is which way I'm going. It's that person calling to their partner. Are you ready yet? All right, I'm getting in the car. Do we want to get coffee? Let's stop at that place. Okay. And that brings you together. And that's just such an amazing thing that we overlook every day.
0: I think it's important sometimes to acknowledge how stoked your inner kid would be Mm -hmm. if they met you now. Oh, yeah. Just even in your worst days, just take the things you've done and just be like, hey, if you met an adult who went to a wizard party,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wouldn't that just be the coolest? Well, that's one of the things that I've learned in uh, in therapy, both as a practitioner and as a patient, that, you know, we all hear you got to connect with your inner child. That's step one. Connecting with your inner child is step one. You get to then be the parent that your child needed, both in creating the care and support that you might not have had at times in your life, but also connect like, like, you know, like you're a parent, like there's days where you're like, I'm going to take my kid to go do something fun. That's like, that's what it's about. It's not making them do homework and driving them to an activity and yada, yada, yada. It's about here. Let's go do something fun today. Heck, I'll even take you out of school for the day and we're going to go do something fun. (laughs) And then you'll remember that forever. Like that was such a cool day that my dad took me out of school and we went to the amusement park. (laughs) Yes. And you can do that for yourself. You can talk to your friends and go, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we all went and rode go-karts? And they're like, oh, yeah, that would be fun. You're like, what about Wednesday? You want to go ride go-karts on Wednesday? And then you can make that happen. I
0: went to a sunflower field two days ago. I have wanted to go to that sunflower field for five years. Yeah. And I just decided, I had just finished crying, and I was mm-hmm. like, Sunflower Phil, let's go. I got the boys loaded up, and we went
1: out. <laughs> that's great. Get your dogs and go. Let's, uh, it let's, was beautiful. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's like, we we are aware of all of these things that are dangling just just out of reach, and we could easily just go pluck these opportunities. And of course, our life fills up with the things we have to do yes. and should do. And now I'm tired, so I'll restore my energy by looking at my phone for 15 hours straight that'll be nice and relaxing where it's you know you can anyone living anywhere i guarantee you there's some place you've never been before in your town and if you've been everywhere in your town there's somewhere just on the border of that county that you can go discover and there's probably some place fun that you've never been that's there it's like There's a water park, or there's a cool creek, or there's a sunflower field. There's some place that you can go and just experience your own magic of treating yourself.
0: I spend a lot of time on my phone, Mm -hmm. but 80% of it is just directly talking with people Yeah, from different places, different lives. That's like my cool places. It's just learning about people and their stories.
1: Well, I feel like you're putting energy out there, and it resonates, and then people are responding. how has that transformed your life of you are now connected to so many people that you weren't previously?
0: I have friends who know everything. I have people to talk to all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm learning new things about the world every single day Yeah, that I've never had any access to. It's just amazing. And I meet all these people, and I hear all their stories, and I just fall in love yeah. because people are endlessly fascinating. there's there's so
1: much (laughs) now i'm curious about how this connects where you you live in two levels like you live in coleman alabama yeah and we'll talk about that in a second but like you also live in the distributed magic that is the internet yes (laughs) so on a daily basis you are talking to people on the other side of the world and the person at the gas station near where you live and so how does that feel to be You know, internet famous in one way, and then still just the human going through uh, your world in this other environment.
0: (laughs) It's so funny. I feel like I'm living two lives. Yeah. Like I'm living my best life casting spells on the internet. (laughs) And I'm also like just this broke dude. (laughs) (laughs) So it's crazy. Um, And I don't know. It's just bizarre how different those two worlds are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think we have this really outdated idea of, like, celebrities are all rich and movie stars. And then we've changed the world so now that people can be famous without even doing anything. I mean, like, you could, you know, shit your pants walking into a 7-Eleven and the next day you're on the Daily Show as, like, a news clip. Like, you know, it's like you can go viral without even trying to. And yet that does not necessarily mean that people get wealth and power that comes with it. It's a
0: strange realization to someone who has never gone viral before such as myself, but there's no like checkpoint that you hit and then a switch turns on and there's money. No. <laughs> because people with far smaller followings, yeah, and far larger followings, you know, they're all making it happen and it's it's something that you don't necessarily realize and a lot of people just think, "Oh, you know, a a big company used yeah. your deal, you must be rich." <laughs> No. <laughs> they see me at work and I'm like, "Do you think I would be here?" Yeah. <sighs> oh, no, I sure would.
1: <laughs> we're all we're all living multiple lives.
0: Here yeah, we are.
1: How do you strategize your uh your message? Like how do you figure out what spells you want to cast and what energy you want to work with in that moment?
0: Every day the universe talks to me and it's either a conversation with someone or a message I've seen or something that happens. And it's a message that'll like repeat itself Mm. and it'll just build and build and build and build. Okay. This is what we're talking about today. Yeah. And then, you know, once it's like in the swirling ether or whatever, I see it. And then then it's just to craft the Mm. spell. You know, you have to craft, I have to craft my spells in a particular way. Yeah. Um, and I like the rhythm of it. It makes everything look nice and neat.
1: <laughs> can you give me a specific example of like a time that you sort of got a message and then it resonated to the point where you are you were ready to put it out there?
0: So I went viral for a bit of content where I say, you know, hey, if you're down today, date, you can have a little bit of my sunshine. Um, and one day you won't need the sunshine, you'll be the sunshine. I said that to a friend of mine, and she said, wow, it's really good. And I was like, thank you. I'm proud of that one. And I immediately forgot it. So I went to bed that day, and I dreamt of it. I had the whole thing played again in my head. And so I woke up the next morning, I wrote in my planner, and it was just going to be some nice little words for me. Yeah. And then I think I went to work, and I was mad, and I was like, okay, let's just make some content. And I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was just like it. The message kept getting louder and louder and louder. And it's like, you have to say this. (laughs) And that's how it is for me.
1: It's kind of like a song that gets stuck in your head in a way. Yeah.
0: You can't stop thinking about it. And the words have to be released. And sometimes they are released, but I don't have like a plan for them yet. So I'll Mm -hmm. take a little notes sometimes. And I'll be like, well, I don't feel like casting this spell today. It's also about just the vibe when I walk outside. right? You know, if it's cloudy outside, I probably should cast a spell of sunshine. But... Maybe a different, maybe a more, a softer spell that day because of the softer weather.
1: Well, I think it's an interesting challenge that you take on of your content is extremely positive, but then with positivity, especially with positive content where it's now, you know, like especially the self-help industry where it's like, this is our industry and our thing. There's the danger of what people are calling spiritual bypassing where it's like, You're trying to push all the negativity to the side. And it's all, gotta just think happy thoughts. Just think Uh happy thoughts. Just think happy thoughts. Uh, And I like that you have a nice balance where you're acknowledging the struggles and the realness and the feelings that come up. And it's not all sunshine. But that that sunshine is a tool for finding our way through it, I guess.
0: I mean, it's there with us. There are no uh, negative emotions. Mm -hmm. You have to feel all of them. In a lot of what I do, I just, when things happen to me, I try to tell people about them. Mm. Because, you know, if someone else has the same experience and I make them feel seen, mm-hmm. then that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know? Because so, <clears throat> I think a lot of people struggle with things and they don't realize that they're struggling with it because it's all that they know. So if you walked around every day and your head was on fire...
1: Um, you wouldn't think anything of it until you saw someone whose head wasn't on fire. Right. (laughs) And social media chops a lot of that out. So you look on social media and you don't see any videos of people being like, here's me at my job, hungover, having a bad time. (laughs) Later, it's like, you see people wearing their cool glasses and casting spells of sunshine and so you... If you're feeling down, you're like, oh, that person just walks around casting spells all day, like they're so lucky. And so it's, I think, nice when you talk about those things, honestly, and you're like, still gotta go to a job, still gotta do regular people stuff, still have hard days. But we're casting those spells and we're we're getting slightly better each day. I call it traumedy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, because I have
0: made some excellent crying content. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> I made one after I came out to my mom. Uh, it was very teary. Rosie O'Donnell said something to me about it. That was wow. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was just me crying in my car for about a minute. Um, I think people like those posts because they also feel like that sometimes, too. When did you come out to
1: your mom? Gosh, it was... Was this coming out as queer or coming out as a wizard?
0: We'll have the wizard conversation later. <laughs> That's the harder one, you know? <laughs> no, I think this was in March. So in the same week, I um split with my wife. Mm-hmm. We started a divorce. I came out to my mom and she told me three times that she didn't approve of me. Mm. <laughs> Don't need your approval, mom. Thanks anyway. Um, <laughs> and my brother got kicked out of the house. Oh, no. And came to live with me. This is all the same week. And yeah. so I just made a TikTok basically saying that. Yeah. And then I finished it by saying, So, yeah, pretty big week. <laughs> <laughs> And that one I think has like three million views or something. Wow! So I don't ever shy away from like crying. Yeah. You know if it happens, because I cry every single day, and I tell people, I'll cry with you. We can absolutely cry. There's nothing wrong with expressing your emotions or being sad or being angry. These are all things that happen.
1: Isn't it crazy that if we feel an emotion, our body starts like sprinkling water out of itself? (laughs) <laughs> it really is why but it feels so good like I'm trying to think of the, like any other thing where an emotion leads to like a physical reaction it's never like oh, I'm
0: so angry I have to pee <laughs>
1: he's a real angry
0: pisser he's
1: <laughs> a real angry pisser yeah <laughs> You know, you know that feel when you get so angry you're just like, I immediately have to pee.
0: I have to pee right now. I'm about right to punch now. this guy in the
1: mouth. <laughs> I'm literally pissed. <laughs> <laughs> is that
0: that's not the origination of the phrase, but it should be. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rewrite history.
1: But that's amazing that you could just like you're like, I'm having such an intense inner emotional experience that my body is now like. Bloop, 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 bloop. I think if you
0: experience your emotions enough, you can learn to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You can have a good cry. Yeah. Oh my God, spiritual. <laughs> you just release all the demons in your body in a few minutes, then you get up, you're ready to battle. It's good.
1: <laughs> so uh when I was younger and like I would be hungover and like be like, oh I I got really bad hangovers and I would like need to throw up. I'm like, I need to throw up and then I'll feel better. I would just remember whatever I was drinking the night before and like really think about like what was the taste of that like <laughs> lukewarm whiskey that we were drinking oh, there oh, there we go got it and i remember um when my mom was sick and dying that there were times where i was like i need to get in a cry now and i have to like kind of like where is the tender emotion that i have to like conjure and bring yes. to mind and like push all right there we go now i can start weeping all right good like you got to kind of just push yourself there a little bit i have
0: like a sad boy playlist oh have you ever listened to No Children by the Mountain Goats?
1: I've listened to the Mountain Goats, but I don't know that song. Oh,
0: my God. It will absolutely devastate your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I had a mental breakdown the first time I heard it. I called out from work and everything. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. There's um, there's an album by Mount Erie called A Crow Looked At Me. Ooh. And so he's this great musician and uh, got married. Him and his wife had a kid. The kid's like, I don't know, like four years old or something like that. Pretty young. And then the wife gets cancer and dies. Oh. And he wrote this album in the grieving process, and so it's so beautiful, but like the lyrics are devastating, and it's like you are not gonna get through. That's like it's to be like a TikTok challenge. It's like you are not gonna listen to this album with dry eyes. Like no way, can't do it.
0: Oh, I have to, I have to listen to it.
1: Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, we, uh, my my uh, fiance and I listened to it on a drive through Kentucky, and we were both like, oh my god, this is really beautiful but really (laughs) intense. What
0: you just did there is basically magic. It's a transfer of enthusiasm. Mm, mm-hmm. You were enthusiastic about something, and you gave it to me. That was really cool. That was.
1: I love that phrase, transfer of enthusiasm.
0: I didn't come up with it. Um, a former boss of mine in sales, because he would say that a sale is a transfer of enthusiasm, and a sale and a magic spell are literally the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: some distinctions. There's but, some
0: differences there, but you know, half a one, six of a
1: dozen. Yeah. yeah. I will I will take that transfer of enthusiasm and I will scrape some stuff off the bottom and then I will <laughs> I will incorporate it.
0: But that's that's all it is. It's just being excited about something and sharing it with someone.
1: I was at this um amazing concert the other night. This group Fond Fables was playing, and they were just incredible because it's this woman who's been doing the project for a while, and then She married another musician and then they've had three girls and now their daughters are in the band. And so some of them are like early teens and then one of them's like, I don't know, like an eight-year-old, but they'll come out and sing backup vocals and do some tap dancing. And it was like, we saw them play in this cathedral and it was really, really amazing. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is so good. And it's like nearly perfect. And I'm at 98% and there's that 2% that's missing and it's really, it's like a pebble in your shoe. It's bothering me. And I realized I just wanted more of my friends to be here experiencing this yes. magic. Like only my partner and I were able to make the show. And I was like, this is too good. It's spilling over me. I need other people here to transfer some of my enthusiasm to. I need to see somebody else's lies. I like lighting up and going, whoa, this is incredible. And I'm like, yes, I know. Like that's part of the experience that I like I want so badly. It is absolutely
0: part of the experience. I like people liking things that I like more than I like the
1: things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's a lot of the wizardry is like step, step over here. Let me show you something magic. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about spells. Okay. What do you want to know? You tell me about your idea of spells, then we'll work on crafting our own. But I want, I want the the gilly sunshine spell spiel. Which is a fun thing to say. Spellspiel. Spellspiel. <laughs> uh, ich habe diesen
0: uh, Zauber. Vertrauen. <laughs> uh, that means I cast the spell of courage. Ooh. Uh, off Deutsch. Um, so, anyway, the reason why I told you that is because that is the format for my spell casting. Um, it is I cast this spell of, and then there's one word, maybe two words sometimes. We've been throwing Radiant in there. Ooh. That's a good one. And I like that because they are accessible spells. Mm-hmm. People can remember the names of yeah. these spells. They can use them. They don't belong to anyone. They belong to everyone. Yeah. It's not Gilly's spell of sunshine. Um, as far as magic, I just believe that it's the transfer of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. It is, I know you didn't like it when we talked about sales, but listen to me for just a second. I'm not <laughs> gonna sell you anything, I swear. Um the product that I'm selling mm-hmm. is that people are amazing. That's that's all I'm doing. Yeah. I guess the other people are also selling that product, but I'm not doing it in like a for-profit way. I right. just
1: think it would be awesome if people love themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I want. Well, and, and so I'm not anti-sales. I think that there is exchanges all the time, and that's important. I just think we live in a system of capitalism yeah. that is weaponized against us. And so things that seem genuine. Are sales in disguise. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets weird. I got you. Like, you know, it's one thing to genuinely want people to feel happy. It's another want people to think they're feeling happy. So then you can close this deal and, you know, it's going to leave them on the side of the road at the end of the day. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I'm curious, Will do you cast these spells on yourself? Like if you're just feeling a little funky and you need your own spell, if not making content, will you ever just cast a spell for you?
0: I have been blessed uh, that there is just such an influx of magic cast upon me every single day Mm -hmm. that I never even have to worry about it. All right. Even if I get sad, I can just, I can talk to people. Yeah. Lamb, There it is. Right there. There's a never, nearly a never ending supply of people who are just all rooting for each other. Yeah. And so the fact that I get to give just a little bit of my time back to them, is the reason why I do all of this. wonderful. It's just to thank people for being amazing, you know? We're all casting spells for each other.
1: Well, what's a spell that we can cast with our listeners? So what's something small that they can do to bring your magic into their world this week?
0: What do you think about a spell of curiosity?
1: I love a spell of curiosity. I'm very curious to learn about the spell of curiosity.
0: Well, we would just cast it in the way that, you know, we normally cast spells. Uh, we would, I cast the spell of curiosity. It's very simple very memorable, and it's important because I think that's a lot of what magic is, is just finding cool stuff.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I want to combine this with something we talked about early. Okay. So, we're going to cast a spell of curiosity on all of you, but that curiosity spell is going to connect with your inner child, and you will get curious about what fun activity you can take your inner child to go do.
0: I love that so much. Alright.
1: So, how do we cast the spell? Are you going to set us
0: up? Okay. Very good. (laughs) So what's, how would you like to invite children, (laughs) invite children, goodness, (laughs) invite people? um, Is all of this going to be part of it?
1: (laughs) This is all part of it. This is happening right now. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The brainstorm is the part because that's, I think, important, you know. Okay. I think that there's often an idea with magic that you have to do magic a certain way, that you have to go find the book and that has the spell and somebody else just came up with that. So you can come up with that. And so I think my approach to magic is creative problem solving. And so it's fun sometimes to think about how do we structure a spell that we're going to go do too. We're going to go find something fun that our inner child can do real quick. So I think
0: my contribution to the spell um, should be I cast the spell of curiosity,
1: wish a wish a, uh, uh-huh.
0: because the, I like my spells to be like yeah. in order. I think maybe you should tackle the first half of it.
1: Okay, cool. Now, you got to help me with this. Where did wish a come from?
0: Who could say?
1: <laughs> Who knows? Do you have any spare magical words that I can borrow that aren't a wish Since I don't have, like, my, my catchphrases are all long and wordy. I'm very verbose as a wizard, so I don't have your beautiful brevity. Uh,
0: well, I think it's interesting that there would be a juxtaposition between the wizards. Yeah. I think you should deliver something in your format, and then I deliver something in my format. All right. Because neither one of us can do the other one's magic, right?
1: So, all right, you're going to go first, and then and then I'm going to go second. I got it. Trust me. You, you okay, do your spell, so and I'm going gonna, gonna to be I'll right on your heels. I'll cast
0: my spell, and yeah. then you cast your spell. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Wizards! We're, <laughs> we're getting our hats off.
1: <laughs> How now, brown cow? Yeah, all right, we're ready. We're good. <clears throat> I cast this spell of curiosity! I love you. And I invite your inner child to come out and play. I believe in you. Your magic is real. Thank you, Gilly Shine.
0: Oh, thank you, Devin (sighs) Parson.
1: For more of Gilly Shine's magic, check him out on TikTok, Instagram, various other platforms. I think he's even on Facebook at Gilly underscore Shine. That's Gilly underscore Shine. And also you can just use Google. It's magic. It'll bring it right up. And if you like the Light slash dark magic of this podcast is a ritual. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash. This podcast is a ritual, where we've got cool bonus content, hypnosis tapes, playlists, all sorts of things to help you bring a little bit more of that wizard magic into your life. So, without further ado, I bid you adieu with one last wisha wisha from me to you.